We are live. Welcome back to another episode of Remember Country Music Podcast, RCM Podcast. And um, let me tell you, if, I, if you would have told me seven months ago when I started this thing, in the middle of July, when I sat here and put out my first episode, if you told me that I'd be sitting here with a guy who's got 11 studio albums, 31 singles, and six of those going number one with majority of them 29 i believe to be top 40 or higher i would have laughed in your face i would have absolutely laughed in your face no way but it's my pleasure to welcome mr clay walker clay thank you for coming on it means the world it's great to be here Kyle. And as i was saying you know off the uh, <clears throat> off air early i was just really proud of you and I mean, it's great to see all that energy that you have you know for promoting our our music and, and uh, giving artists like me a chance to engage even more with the fans and that to me that is uh, the most important thing about doing an interview or even doing a song you know you want to touch somebody with it and and this is a great opportunity for both of us so thank you so why don't we just tell everyone how this all happened because it's hilarious <laughs> and i love it so <laughs> for those of you who don't know like many people are i'm on tiktok and so is clay so way back I, I it wasn't even that long ago, but it was probably like a month ago at this point, somewhere in that range. I was sitting here and um, also, Clay, I'd like to add this. I can tell you this. A buddy of mine, his name is Warren. You actually commented on one of his videos and um, he texted me and said, yo, Clay Walker commented on one of my videos. It was him singing. And um, I was like, oh, wouldn't that be awesome to have Clay on my show? Never going to happen, but wouldn't that be awesome? Just to get him maybe to like a video or two or something like that. So then I was sitting down here as I typically do on, on Monday nights, Tuesday nights. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a video and just shout clay out and see if he sees it. So for, for those of you who don't know, I basically made a video begging clay to come on my podcast. It, it was a beg. And uh, you know, it got like 900 views or so. And then it flattened out and I was like, uh, he probably won't see it. So then fast forward, like a week and a half, you liked the video or you liked one of my videos. And I was like, oh my God, he liked my video. So I screenshotted it because I have the screenshot on my phone. Two weeks later, I get out of work. I'm looking at my phone and say, Clay Walker, do that's your video. And Clay duetted my video while he was tending to the horses. <laughs> and he said 25,000 likes. We didn't get there, but you know, we got, we got a bunch of likes. We got some good, good, good amount of likes. Next thing you know, here he is. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, I really enjoyed seeing your enthusiasm again, you know, on that video. And he said, this is for Clay. I know he watches this channel and it's only for Clay. And I, that's what I, I do. And I said, yep, I'm Clay. <laughs> you know, and and it did, that got some funny comments too. But it, that's the whole thing about TikTok these days is, is, you know, I don't know if it'll last, you know, if it'll be a, a platform that's going to be there a long time. But right now, to me, it's it's the most fun. It's for engaging people and you know watching them sing my songs or I do it with them or just watching them do great. I'm a TikTok junkie now. I'm a YouTube junkie too. You know, so I, I really enjoy all the engagement and uh, and then of course responding to you and and I thought this is going to be fun because a lot of times you know when someone is starting out like 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 you've been doing, um, they're not afraid 
you know, of, of what, of, of failure. And, you know, they're not afraid of asking a question that's not, you know, they're not trying to do a stock interview. You know, you're, you've got this really laid back way and uh, in fun way, lighthearted, you know, I think you even said that, you know, that is your, your goal is to keep things lighthearted. And I, I, I that's refreshing. And for an artist like, like myself, you know, who, who has done an interview or two, um, it mm -hmm. certainly, it certainly makes it uh, not boring and, and more fun. So, I, I appreciate it, man. And so uh, thank you for, for being on TikTok. And, and that's how we found each other. And very <laughs> cool. But here, here we are now. You got a podcast out of it, or we're going to have one, hopefully. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and uh, people will get to, to listen and comment. It'll live there forever. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing to think about. My, my uh, something that's a kicker for me is I looked at the people you follow. And obviously, you know, it's some, some of the biggest names in country music. Then you just look at the top and there's little old me just sitting there at the top. And <laughs> it's the funniest thing. It makes me laugh every time. I sent it out to my friends and I was like, look, this Clay Walker follows 25 people. And I'm one of them. <laughs> and I'm one of them. Oh, man. The next Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> How about that guy, man? Like a thousand, thousand podcasts. That's insane, right? He's he's great. He's great. He puts out he puts out a great product. One can only dream. Even for me, thirty five. You realize how long it took to get to thirty five? That's a huge number for me. I'm like, oh my god, crazy. So, who are some of your favorites on your podcast? <sighs> uh, conversation wise, I think conversation wise is maybe di a little different from kind of. Maybe, maybe someone that I am, you know, massive fans of, you know, I've, I've had people on like Jordan Rager, Adam Sanders, who are great songwriters and, you know, they put out some really good music and um, there were a lot of fun that, that they gave me a chance. Larry Fleet's one of those that sticks in my head that I will remember forever. Cause when I talked to Larry for the first time, I've, I listened to his music. Not, it wasn't that much long. Like it was, when I found him to, when I talked to him, it wasn't that big of like the gap wasn't huge. Like it was only within a few months. And I remember listening to him for the first time and I'm saying, I don't know who this guy is, but I think the world needs to know who he is because his voice and, and, and his music is something that we don't typically hear every day. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's a little traditional. And um, I think he's preaching to the choir with most of the music that he makes. So that, for me, that was a, that was a really fun one. And um, I'll tell you, I was a little nervous for that one. I was a little nervous and you could tell in the beginning. And then I started relaxing. We started talking about some barbecue. It was a great time. It's fantastic. Um, so that's a big one. Um, a good friend of mine, SJ McDonald, uh, that's an episode we put out last week. She's, um, she's a, a young uh, girl starting out and um, I have a ton of fun with her. So it kind of depends. I can't pick and choose. I love, I love just getting the opportunity to sit down and pick their brain and talk to them and just build a relationship. At the end of the day, that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. And the relationship yeah. is really important. So that's, and that's the ones the fans want to listen to, you know, they, mm -hmm. they want to listen to the ones that, uh, that have substance to them. You know, that's why I was asking because I'll go back and, and listen to those, those two. Yeah. And um, it's uh, I think that's what people crave more than anything now is, is authenticity, you know, not something that sounds rote, you know, or stock or, or however you want to describe it. I, I, I do believe that. And even that word authenticity is so overused, you know, in the wrong way. It's uh, you know, the, but just having a good conversation that, opens yourself up and you know lets people know that you're being real with them mm -hmm. and the answers and stuff and uh, that's what i find that that makes people engage i mean and that's that's natural you know you don't want to engage with somebody that you feel like it's got this this uh, wall up in front of them you know or this false uh 
secure in, in right. secu false security and and so um that's what I, I found you know i only engage with you know the TikTokers that are that seem that way right, right? That, that that i feel man, i can instinctively feel man that you know they're they're real and yeah. uh, i was on the uh, uh i actually did my first interview the other day like i interviewed somebody and it okay. was it was so fun i just i wanted to see what it felt like you know so i met this this group uh caleb and, and cheyenne uh who are really cool on tiktok and they got a lot of followers you know and and uh they're i, I was like man are they this real you know like they have their family all over the videos they have kids young kids and they're they're real young and they're in love and they're funny with each other and and uh golly it, it entertained me and and that's um the entertainment value for me is is I want to be entertained by people that have the similar values, you know, that I have. And, and, um, most of the people who listen to country music do have just that. And so it's, it's, it's very cool. And I've, I've enjoyed the, the new audience that's there for me. You know, I was, I was down in Beaumont, Texas, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And that's where I was, I was born and uh our uh, family uh, cemeteries or my I was visiting my dad's grave and and uh i went to this old place that i used to go to called pine tree lodge and it was packed i mean just packed i had my mask on i walked up and a lot of people started noticing me even with the mask on and and finally one one girl came over to me and she says uh and this this is this is the power of tiktok and uh she goes uh she goes i she was, she's looking at me shaking her head like she was confused. And I was looking at her and, and she's like, where are you from? And I said, I'm, I'm from here. I'm from Beaumont. And she goes, she still looked confused. I said, where are you from? She goes, I'm from Beaumont. How, how do I not know that you're from Beaumont? And so she said, she says, I only know you from TikTok. <laughs> and that was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, I loved it. No, it was the greatest thing. I did. It just opened my eyes to the you you know the 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 endless uh i guess uh how do i look i mean uh, uh reach you know of social platforms is that you know here's somebody who obviously was not a huge fan of mine as far as country music goes but now is and didn't know us from Baltimore. that that's crazy but in it in that great so i'm hoping you know that today we even find some new listeners out there i mean and, and this is crazy right this is another crazy story that just happened this morning i was on the phone and i was calling for a, a friend of mine's dad uh, passed away in uh in our hometown and and so i i called this number this flower shop number it's a 1-800 number and and uh and and so a guy answered it you know uh, and uh and i didn't know where he was but i was saying you know i need to get this out and he goes well he goes i'm gonna need a callback number and a name and so i said okay i said clay walker and i gave him my callback number and he sat there for a minute and he says uh is this the clay walker and i go yeah he goes the country music singer i said yes sir and he goes give me a minute <laughs> and so it was it was and he says i i know this is going to sound strange he said i'm a 20 year old african-american man from from Chicago, I grew up here on your music. 
<laughs> I was like, good, good. He was singing this woman, this man, you know, just living until I die. I was like, this is for real, you know? And, and I thought that is, that is the power of, of today's uh, reach, you know, that it, it, and I was just, I don't know. It, it touched me in a very special way. It, it made my whole day. And then they, these just happened that close together. And, um, you know, so yeah, whenever I saw that you're a fan, you know, and you wanted to interview me, I was, I was all about it. I was like, man, this is, this is right up my alley. So kudos to you oh, for, awesome. for training to do this, you know, going to school for it, you know, being in TV, you know, doing sport, all the things you've done to get here. And I love the hat, the RCM hat. That's, you're getting one of these hats, by the way, just like, you know. I'll wear it. I will yeah. wear it. Remember country music. Yeah. That I think that's, and how did you come up with a title for that? Remember, because um, it's a very catchy. Phrase. Yeah. So, so kind of my whole basis was, you know, um, like I told you where I'm from, country music is not, you know, not the number one genre, but it is for me. So um, kind of what I tell people when people say, yeah, I don't like country music. They write it off, right? You know, that's, that's a big thing. And I say, I promise you, there is so many, you know, there's traditional pop, rock country. There's all this different type of country. Um, whether you like some of it or not, I guarantee you I can find something that you're going to like because there's always that backbone of the storytelling, which is why I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it because, you know, I grew up on the Bruce Springsteen's and the Bob Seegers and the Eagles and, you know, the CCRs. And the reason why I love that stuff was because, you know, the storytelling, they were telling a story. And that's why I fell in love with country music. And I didn't fall in love with country music until, you know, a little bit later on in life. I'd probably say in high, around in high school, uh, area and That's i always about the time the disease hits you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you start growing up a little bit and realizing you want a little bit deeper and uh when you uh when you listen to your stuff but that is true so i always tell people that, that there's this backbone of uh country music when it comes to storytelling and you know you could be teetering more pop than you could anything else but or rock or traditional or whatever but um americana i'm gonna find something for you that you're gonna like so I just want to let, let people know that, you know, whatever is going out there music wise, it all comes back to the guys that started that paved the way for everyone else. So that's kind of why I came up with the name. Um, and, uh, you know, I like to hyphen it and just say RCM every once in a while. And then I'll say the real name, but I thought it was a good fit. So that's kind of what I went with. I love it. I will say I just made these hats just came in this last week. I just made them a buddy of mine uh, helped me out with them. And yes, you are on my list to get one. I promise you that <laughs> I'm getting the boxes next this week and then I'll be shipped out. Well, I think I'm going to steal it. You know, I'm going to get me a hat that says RCM and the people are going to say, what is that sample? Like, Real country music. <laughs> <laughs> you can take my logo too. Have at it. Have at it. <laughs> Have at it. And then, yeah, I love it. I like, love like, it. Very, like very country, you know, not, <laughs> not real. I mean, all country music is real, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I know. It's yeah. Like, like, you know, put on the hat, give me the fiddle, give me a little steel guitar. <laughs> let's get at it. That's, that's what I like. That's what I like. That's yeah, stuff. I'm ready me. to get at it, man. I'll tell you, I've been sitting, you know, here and I'm, I've, I've learned a lot. You know, when I was talking to the kid, you know, from Chicago, he's, he's a guitar player. And I told him I'd been taking guitar lessons and uh, even, even voice lessons, you know, like I've been, learning my craft even better and and you know i would say to you kyle you know never forget that that everyone needs a mentor you know and uh the, you can and, you know and I mean, you may change mentors even you know but you always need one that that is 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 helping you grow to a 
to a next level. And uh, so I, I've been really working on it and I'm ready to get out on stage and show people, you know, that I can sing better, I can play better. And I can, but more than that, I, I just, and I, that feeling that you get when you're up on stage is, is uh, it's quite an addiction itself. You know, you, you feel the energy from people and you give it back, you know, and it just it's like this boom, 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 like a heartbeat, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And when you don't have that in your life, you know, you can, you know, it's kind of sad, but we are, I'm ready to get out there. I mean, I, I know the fans are too. And as long as we can do it safe, you know, that, that matters, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep people safe as safe as you can. Yeah. I uh, was just having a conversation with a buddy of mine about how we really need to go back and, you know, get shows back. And, you know, those are some of my favorite things to do. And um, the fact that we haven't had them in God knows how many months, it's, uh, it's hurting. I, I'm excited to get back out there and I'm excited to, you know, take in the music and um, ah, I wish I could do it tomorrow. If I could wish I could do it tomorrow. Well, there's still some live shows, you know, yeah. in different pockets, you know, where COVID is not so prevalent and, you know, where they can get things right. I, I think the vaccine, you know, is going to be a, a big, a big help for that. Um, I hope it is. Um, and uh, hopefully we get more data around that, you know, where we can know if it covers the new strand or not. And, you know, the safety, the the efficacy of it and, and, and all of that. But I know people are sick and tired of hearing about that. I am. I, I'm ready to just, just Me too. come on, just be over already. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, get us out there. You're hundred percent right. Clay, I'll tell you that some type one diabetic and I got my first, um, my first round of my vaccine early last week. I was a little oh. nervous. Cause but I told my mom, I was like, if I get this thing, we don't, if I get the virus, we don't know what, what would happen to me. If I get the flu, it's a big deal. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. So I was like, screw it. I'll get the vaccine. We'll see what happens. My, the, and I feel fine. And I'm sure the second round is a little bit worse, but Whatever. Let's just see what happens. That's the way I see it. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'll be okay. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's don't think back. Let's just think positive. I want it to be, be good for you. That's right. That's right. Let's make it good. Let's make it all good things. So Clay, I got to ask you, you were talking about, um, you know, people singing your songs and, and um, things like that. And we were talking about the, the gentleman in Chicago who uh, recognized you over the phone. Um, what is that? Like, I think that you probably have had so many more fans because she won't be lonely that blew up on TikTok. That became like a massive sound just out of nowhere. A song I've been listening to for God knows how many years just became a massive sound. And like, everyone was like, I, I would do this little, this little series thing where I said like country songs, you have to sing along to every time they come on. And in my comments all the time, a couple of them did pretty well. And in my comments, they'd be like, you got to do, she won't be lonely. You got to do it. You got to do it. And I, I'm sure you gained so many more fans just through that song just do TikTok. Well, I mean, it has a great message, first of all, you That's know, true. and it's a message of power too. You know, women want to be treated right and they deserve to be treated right. And, uh, and she's saying to him, you know, Hey, you know, you can, you can go ahead and be a jerk, but you know what? I won't be the only long. <laughs> I mean, that's that. If every guy looked at their girl like that, they, they would probably treat them a little better. <laughs> I, I really like the, I like, I like the messaging in it. And, uh, it's uh, it's got a good beat to it too. You know, it's just got that kind of got, got the swagger to it, and really fun. I mean, in live, you know, people sing it to the top of their lungs live. Yeah. And there's several songs of ours that they do that, but uh, that was a big hit, and it's a great crowd pleaser live. And and I'm not shocked that it that it did so well on TikTok and continues to do well. And you know, what's really cool is that I, I noticed that. 
um, music really isn't is a is a uniter. You know, it, it brings people together and in, in, in all race, creeds, and colors. And I, I think there's such a not such. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a phenomenal thing and a, a beautiful thing. And I, I you know I I see literally you know people from all ethnicities singing that song you know they they maybe somebody from china somebody from africa somebody from germany you know and and i'll, I'll do that on somebody from scotland i mean like i am i am having so much fun with it because you know it's think about this in a live audience if there's thousands of people out there i'm not going to get a chance to meet very many of those people right. you know you, you there's just not the time to meet tiktok allows you to select ones that are super fans and super good and super unique and just go and, and, and just do at them or, or meet them. And uh, it's, I, I, hands down for me, there's, there's nothing that I enjoy more than TikTok right now other than a live performance, which I haven't been able to do in a year. So yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm so loving it and, and love the fact that, that you see that people get united with, with the music and they can look at TikTok and they get, they see all that too going on. And they're like, look at this. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter where you're from, what country, you know, your skin color, you, you can sing along with this, man, there's some really good singers out there. It's mind blowing. It is scary. I'm like, good gracious, man, there's <laughs> more talent out there than you can shake a stick at. It's, it's crazy. And, and youthfulness too, you know, I'm, I feel like, you know, that there's a, a, a really huge, you know, youthful following that's there for me and that I'm, I'm feeding and loving. And, and I can't wait to see if that translates to the live performance. I, if I'd love to see across platforms, you know, who are the most likely to come out and see a concert? Is it people who are more on Instagram, more on uh, uh, Twitter or more on, on uh, TikTok, you know, and, and I mean, I don't care where it's from, but I mean, I would like to know what that is. And I think we can start seeing, you know, what those metrics look like. But to me, I think TikTok is changing the format of, of music. And I think people who don't realize that right now are going to be the ones that are left out. Meaning record labels need to see that TikTok is exploding. And, and um, I saw this neat interview on YouTube. It was it wasn't an interview. It was, it was two guys talking and. Uh, one of them uh, was the guy that produces produced U2's last two albums. Mm -hmm. Cool. And uh, who was the other guy, Fraser? Gary V. Gary V. Uh, marketing guy. Yep. Uh, very wealthy guy. You know yep. that. But they were talking about TK. I mean TK. Talking about TikTok and the way that it was making everyone, it, at least the people who really were paying attention, that it was going to change music. In a in the similar way, or as much as disruption as MTV did back in you know back before my day, even you know that it's it's really really unique. So, and look, I mean, like it brought you and I together, and we're we're having a, a great time right now. Absolutely, without a doubt. I think you're right. You're 100 right. I think you know, if you're not on TikTok, and you know, let me word it like this: TikTok has a way of taking people who think that they may not have something. And overnight, they have something. Um, I've, I've talked to a number of people who kind of got their start on TikTok. And, um, you know, now they're pursuing music. Like, that's their, that's their goal down the road. And um, I, think I think, you know, record labels and um, 
they need to be, they need to be looking, they need to be looking at that talent because it's out there just sometimes, you know, not everyone's in Nashville. Not everyone can, can get to Nashville and play the bars and do things like that. And this is helping them a lot. You know, when I, when I think to everything you said, there's correct, by the way, uh, I, I'll add on to that is that, um, the fans have always had to play catch up with what we were doing in Nashville, you know, meaning, okay, we would make music. That would be a six month process. Then there'd be another six months rolling it out and getting it into the mainstream on, on country radio. So you're talking about a, a one year process, mm-hmm. you know, and the fans had to wait and then radio's catching up with that, you know, radio starts promoting and then you got another year. So you basically got two years two years of a process and then the, the new sound is while the new sound is being worked on. So actually people are two years behind yeah. all the time. Yeah. What I think the social that like TikTok in particular has done is it's here and now they're not playing catch up there and they get to weigh in on it. They get to either say, Hey, I like this or not. So you're, it, it really is, is affording. And, and who does it matter mostly to the fans, right? It's allowing them to really have a say in what's good or not. And I think sooner than later, very much sooner than later, all of us in the industry are going to be appreciative of that kind of immediate feedback and allow for us to more or less toggle switch in real time and say, this isn't working. They don't want that. They want this. Let us go there. And being able to get there a lot faster and and please the listeners like they want to be pleased. You know, it's it's about them. That's what it is. It's not about, you know, anything else. Not about, you know, let me see if I can make them like this. You know, it's they're gonna tell you right away. So I I am I for one am like ecstatic about it. And it's why I've always loved live shows. You know, you get immediate feedback from people. And yeah. to me, that's what TikTok is. It's another way because you're 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 actually either live or almost live with someone on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. It's a powerful tool. It is a very powerful tool, and um, something that has honestly helped this, you know, my 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 pod out a lot, um, listener wise, number wise. Uh, I've seen a significant um, jump since you know I had a couple of videos do fairly well, and you know that correlates, and you see that direct correlation. Um, through both, which is, um, it's awesome to see. It's really good to see. Clay, I gotta ask you, what is it like to hear some hear hear a crowd sing back your song word for word? That must be absolutely nuts. Yeah, and and it it's it's the thing, you know. There there's not a there's not a greater compliment or or a um a, there's not a greater moment in a show, you know, than that, unless you are a, a, a complete narcissist, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about. Hey, you know, you know, and, and I, yeah, you're, you're, I've always looked at every person out there as someone special and someone that works to buy a ticket. And if they paid for the ticket, um, then what, what are their expectations? You know, what are their hopes, you know? And I try to, to, you know, exceed 
whatever they're thinking they were going to get to see. And uh, I think I know that that has been the key to me being able to sustain, you know, in the business is every night that I, that I get on stage, uh, I remember that, you know, that that's not lost. And, and uh, yeah, I still, when you hear them sing back to you, then you know that they did pay that. They did come to see you mm-hmm. forgot about it. And you just struck a big chord with them by playing a song that they wanted to hear. And that's, uh, that's another piece too, you know, is, is song selection. Yeah. And when you've had a bunch of songs, I mean, there's, there, there's a give and take with it because you're like, what am I going to exclude? You know, we've had 31, you know, chart topping songs. And so it, it's, it's really, uh, you know, you can't get every one of them in. And, and I, I think that I'm a lot like, you know, fans out there all over the world. You know, when I go to a concert, I want to hear the hits. Yeah. And if you're going to play a new song, I hope it's only one. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear a new one. I want to hear one I know. <laughs> it's either been played on the radio a lot or played on on TikTok a lot. <laughs> you know, that's the way I know it. But it 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 matters. It 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 matters. Their opinion matters is what I'm saying. And when they when they show their appreciation, you know, uh, even subliminally, you know, they don't know they're showing appreciation by singing the song. They're just singing it, and that is it, it's so multi layered. And walking off of a stage knowing that you you exceeded you know the crowd's expectation and um and met your own you know i have an expectation every night and there's been there's only been a handful of nights in my entire career where i left the stage and and went man i could have done a lot better now you know and that that's a that's a that's a very raunchy feeling you know and, and you you never want to have it again that's why you only have a few of them you know that's uh yeah wow i i'm i i've always wanted to honestly i've always actually wanted to ask someone that question because i think about you know some of my friends that are trying to make their way through this and trying to make music their full-time career and even they tell me if they're in a bar and 15 people are singing their song back, that means the world. That means the absolute world to them. And to me to watch these people succeed is it's, it's why I do this thing, right? That's, that's why I do it. So genuine, I was just genuinely curious about, you know, cause I've been in that, I've been there, I've been in the crowd and I've sung the song back. And I think to myself every time, like this is one of the greatest experiences of my life. And for the person on the other end, the receiving end, it must be out of this world. So um, that's just, that's so cool to hear that you're, they, you're, you're, you're there for the fans and, and you recognize that, like you said, it's not just about you. It's about everyone. Um, and um, that's, that, that is really cool to, to hear because um, you know, you've had a lot of success in this industry and um, you didn't lose sight of that. And uh it really is awesome. And I, obviously I could just, I could see that by talking to you. I, I didn't need to, to, to make that, to ask that question to get that answer and know that, but um, it's just awesome. It is, it is really awesome to hear. Um, so Clay, you came out with a new song in 2020. You did, you dropped a new one and uh, it's fantastic. And I think in a time where 
we don't necessarily have bars the way we had bars. We all need a bar. Sometimes we all need a bar, okay? <laughs> we all need one. So it's called uh, Need a Bar Sometimes. It's, it's a great song. It's fun. It's, uh, it's upbeat. And uh, listen, bars are fantastic. And in 2020, if, if there was, I'll tell you this, Clay, if there was no beer in this world, and if I couldn't drink beer, 2020 would be so bad. I don't know. I probably would have shaved my head. I have a lot of hair. I probably would have shaved my entire head. I don't know why, but I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that song uh, came about. You know, I was. It was my first uh, video Zoom right because of COVID, and so we were. Me and the other writers were on the Zoom, and uh, I'd never done it before that way ever, and neither had they. So we were all talking. You know, we really, we really we really weren't hitting anything because there was latency in my video and theirs as well. And, and, and we were just, Oh man, it, it, it was just, it was awkward trying to do it on video. And, and I said, man, you know, you know, in another, you know, wasn't that long ago, we just all meet down at losers, you know, <laughs> or meet down at a bar down here somewhere and just hang out and have a beer and start talking, you know, regular conversation and somebody would drop something, you know, a line would come out be like, that's it. We're going to write that one, you know? And, and I said, man, I said, we all need a bar sometimes. And man, and it was just like, everybody goes, Whoa, here we go. You know? <laughs> and then it was, it was, it was on, you know, everybody was, was focusing. And, and I might've not been the one to say it. I might've said something like that. And one of the other guys said it, but it was, that's the thing about writing with co-writing is when you have great, great, great co-writers, it's uh, there, you, you can lean on, on each other and you know that you can trust, you know, that, that the next line's coming is going to be good. And, and uh, uh, I wrote the song uh, with uh, uh, George Burge from uh, Waterloo Revival and uh, Jaron Boyer, who writes a lot of hits for uh, Jason Aldean, mm -hmm. uh, Jason Miranda. And oh. uh, we, we had a, man, it was such a great chemistry and, uh, we all just just were laughing about the way you know we all need a bar sometime and talking about those memories and uh i guess you know the the traditional side of me comes out those guys were like really excited to write with me because i'd had hits and and they were fans too and and uh so i also had an expectation that i needed to meet you know as far as the writing piece of it you know and and I, I think I pulled my weight and, and everybody just really enjoyed it. And, and then when we recorded it uh, on the demo, we had done the steel deck, you know, the steel guitar piece. Mm -hmm. And when we went in to record it with the, you know, with the, with the record band, you know, the people that are going to make the big record. Um, it's like, man, we, we just missed that steel guitar. So we just put it back on there, you know, the same, yeah. same steel that was in the demo, but there's a, there's a neat, uh, culture you know around bars and uh especially country bars i remember you know uh listening to all some of those those classic favorites like neon moon and stuff like that you know brooks and dunn uh that that you know i i feel at home in a bar i grew up playing them and and i know that that when i'm in town you know when i'm in nashville i really enjoy going out you know either down on broadway with friends or going out to losers and, and hanging out and having those beers. And it's much, it's much like in, in that particular way, meet with friends you see over in the pubs in Europe, you know, over in uh, 
Italy and uh, I'm sorry, uh, Scotland and England and stuff. You see people hanging out like this, man, there is a lot to that. I always say, man, the best psychiatrists, you know, are your friends with a little buzz. <laughs> you know, those are the best psychiatrists because they're, they're unfiltered. They're going to, they're going to say what you don't want to hear, but you need to hear. And that's where the, to me, there's just so many great memories that I have, you know, um, I, I love bars, you know, and I, I think there's a, as long as you know your limit on, on how late to stay out and how much, <laughs> you know, uh, but anyway, the song is special to me for a lot of reasons. Uh, it's really, you know, it's, it's off of what I would call my comeback album and first song out of the box. And I feel like everybody in, you know, who's been through COVID, which we all have, um, you know, does need a bar sometime. You, you've missed the things that you haven't been able to go do, you know, and I say going to church and uh, going to bars are two of those things for me. Hey, I love it. I love that there's, that, that um, there's a deeper meaning to it. And um, I love that, that, that it means so much to you because some music's about, right. It's about, you want you want it to mean something to you. And I'm, and I'm so glad that that, that is for you. I'm also really glad to say that you're coming out with another album. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are, we are, man. We've, we've been recording. Uh, I've been recording with uh, Michael Knox, who's a, well-known producer in town and, and uh, a guy that I respect a lot. And we, uh, uh, I, I got to, to be a part of this album in, in a way that, that, uh, you know, I, I've always written songs for my albums and my first album, you know, I wrote uh, half or more of it. And that, that's, that's seemed to be the trend, you know, through my life. But on this album, I, I was a part of every single song as far as the writing goes. And that, that just adds, uh, you know, there, there's a bigger piece of me in every song because of it. And, uh, the, the material for the, the, the album is just, it's, it's well done. And, and I wrote with the, the best writers in town and it's, it's like, it's like, it's like going out to eat somewhere, you know, yeah. the best chefs, you know, are where you want to go. And, you know, I, that's what I did. I made sure that, uh, or should I say my teammate, sure, TK Kimbrell, my manager, and and uh, Michael Knox both made calls and uh, got me in the rooms, you know, with the best writers in Nashville and the, and the ones that are having hits right now. Mm -hmm. And because uh, uh, this album is for now, you know, it's not for two years down the road, like I was saying earlier, this yeah. is an album and, and it's, it's finished. Just got it back yesterday, actually. Just All got right. the final mixes and the, 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 uh, the mastered versions so we're we're uh we're ready to to get it out there and and i think that's going to matter you know how we how we filter it into the system which you know for the fans out there when you hear an artist say that kind of thing there there there's a certain way that you get songs out there but i like i said i think tiktok is disrupting that a lot and i wouldn't be surprised if we start you know releasing early music like like right away mm -hmm. onto tiktok because seems to be the best indicator of, of, of what's going to work and what's not. Yeah. I, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. I think you're hundred percent right. And um, I'm glad to hear that it's a now album because I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm revved up now. You got me excited. I'm excited now. I wasn't going <laughs> to ask the question, but you already told me. So that's all I need to know. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Clay. I got to say that I came into this a little bit nervous. You can ask my friends. I was a little bit nervous. And um, I think, that it's been an absolute honor 
absolute honor to sit here and talk to you through this thing. And uh, it's meant the world. Can I ask you, I have a lot of people that, that come on this show that, um, like I told you, are just kind of cutting their teeth playing Broadway and um, just trying to hope, figure it out and hope for the best. You got any advice for them? Do you have any advice for, for the young ones that are trying to make their way through? Yeah, it's, it's similar to what I was saying to you earlier, you know, that, that you have to have a mentor because there's, there's so many, I'm going to use this word, uh, nuances to the business side of it. Um, and you got to have a trusted guide, you know, to help you. You, you, you can't navigate it on your own. You, it's, it's impossible. And because, because like you would expect in business, there are so many people, you know, who have their alliances in certain places and that's the direction they're going to take you in is the one which is natural you know mm -hmm. so you really need somebody to help you and, and even if that's you know somebody that owns a bar you know down there like tootsies or legends or something you know they they those kind of people know uh all of the the ins and outs you know and i say ins and outs, they know the people who who run this town yeah. and um they're probably going to shoot me for saying that, you know, but no, but it, 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 it's serious, you know, talent will get you noticed, right? Talent will get you noticed, but uh, there is such a, uh, a very powerful and orchestrated dance with the business. And uh, at least for today, for now, you have to have somebody that knows that dance uh, to, to walk you through and to be by your side and give you guidance. Normally that would come in the shape of a manager, mm -hmm. you know, but it could, it could come in the shape of a producer or someone else, but normally. And uh, yeah, but I don't know how much of that's going to change in the future. And, I, and I, like I said, I do believe that TikTok may not be the, the you know, uh, end all be all but it's it's a format that is unbridled right now and is allowing a lot of uh, of people uh, to be noticed, you know, and uh, uh, and get get music out there to fans, you know, unbridled. And I, I think that that's healthy. Uh, but for right now, the business itself, you know, to get on country music radio or to, to be in, in big interviews or, or have the, the push, you know, the financial push, because it does take a big financial push. Uh, you know, millions of dollars are spent, you know, by these record labels to, to get artist exposure. And even the stuff that might seem organic, you know, sometimes is not. It's kind of just played out to be that way. But again, that's why I love TikTok. because. Yeah. Allows me to be just just real old clay, you know, uh, and I think people are loving that at the moment. But for a new artist, I'd say if you got a weak stomach, this is not the business for you. You you've you're gonna get chewed up, spit out, run over, you know, trash talked, uh, everything you can imagine, and uh, and if you can't handle that you know, then I would say, you know, stick to the nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's some good advice right there. And you, uh, 
some of that has uh, resonated with me too. So I appreciate that. And I, 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 I'm sure everyone that uh, listens to these daily, if I got any daily listeners out there, would appreciate that too. Clay, uh, truthfully, again, I have to say really means the world. Um, this has been incredible. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, I appreciate you very much, Kyle. Like I said, man, I, I, I really like engaging with the people that have, you know, the same values that I have, or a lot of them that I have. And, you know, I, I thank God every day of my life that I wake up and get to breathe in air and uh, try to be a little bit better person than I was the day before. So thank you for having me on. You're a good man, Clay Walker. Thank you, everybody. This is another episode of Remember Country Music RCM Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode. Like, trust me, I did. And follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Kyle. That's Clay Walker. Yeah, that's Clay Walker. And guess what? I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.